Hi guys, this is Maria and Manos and you're watching On The Couch with Eminem. The show to help you build fun and profitable businesses. Hi guys and welcome back to another edition of On The Couch with Eminem. Today we have special guest Kerry Robertson from My Admin Partner. My Admin Partner is a company that specializes in sales and rental trust accounts, outsourced sales and rental trust accounting. We've been using My Admin Partner now for the last five years. Welcome to the show, Thanks, Kerry. How are you doing? Board, Thanks, Maria. But we've been working together for... Oh, over, over 10, ten years, years. Yeah. forever since mm. we started EVU, so yeah. which has been amazing. Kay was actually in this office, yes, right? Yes, yes. when you first started, many working with us along yeah. the way. That's right. Yeah. 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 So trust accounting has been what you've done all your life. Yes. So let, give us a thirty-second yeah. um, Kerry Robertson story. Story. Yeah. Okay. Well, I started uh, in real estate when I was nineteen. Uh, plug and cord switchboard. Oh, a long wow. Time ago. Yes. Yeah. Um, plug and cord switchboard. Yes. We won't go any further than that. It's only about 20 years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right, Maria. Um, I, I think I've worked in nearly every aspect of real estate besides selling. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit of property management work as well. As you can see, I said a little. Um, <laughs> and the trust accounting was what I loved. Um, just the numbers, balancing at the end of the day, the month. And, yeah, I just like helping people. And, yeah, so we opened or I opened Miami Partner. And... Um, it's taken off from there. You were my first client, Absolutely. of course. And then it's just word of mouth, auditors, it's gone crazy. Awesome. Mm. So let, let's just talk about, um, there's been a lot of talk about people outsourcing uh, lots of components in their business. And trust accounting is one of those components that's normally left up to the directors, mm -hmm. um, especially if you're a small business. The director is always balancing the trust account, doing it on a daily basis, basis. Uh, obviously doing the disbursements um, on the day of settlement. I know that's what I did for the first number of years uh, that were in real estate. That was part of my role. Mm. Uh, and it, it is such an important role, but it does take a lot of focus from the director in what they're meant to be doing yes. and working on their business instead of in their business. Um, outsourcing, we've found, has been the best solution to um, our growth in, in our business. So, Kerry, how does outsource trust accounting for sales work? So so what we do is um, we check the trust account every single day. So obviously we need access to that trust account. So Whether, everyone's got their own sales trust account, their own yes, bank account yes, through their, their yes, licensed corporation. Yes. Cool. Some um, directors like us to have view only and they upload, like we can upload to disperse to uh, vendors when the when the property settles or early released, some give us the the full access. So well, let's just talk about your taking over what you do for us. You take over the whole lot. Yes. Will you disperse for us? I don't look at the trust accounts anymore, except I just sign off on the end of the month. So let's talk about that process. Okay. So um, so I check the bank account every single day. If there's money that's come in, we receipt it. At the um, I reconcile every single day. So if there's transactions going in or out, it's reconciled. So when a property, um, so I get all the, the sole paperwork, just five documents, the, the contract, the authority, the section 32 sign page and the marketing. And that's, and that's just emailed through to you, yep. isn't it? Yeah. So you emailed through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I create a ledger, um, uh, I create a ghost file. It's called, called a ghost file because it's only just, you know, five pages basically. And then um, we track the deposit. 
so when it's due, if it's if it's not in when it's due, I email the agent saying it's overdue. You you have to chase it so up. It's, it's just more, like a checking, it's, it's, isn't it? It's, it's actually like a, more than yeah. just trust accounting. Yeah. You're actually doing a little bit of the sales support yes, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's really an important factor when you're thinking about um, doing your, your your sales trust accounting. Is that continuity? Um, there between agent, between liaison with conveyances, between um, all the relevant parties. You're just not opening up a ledger, no. balancing, and then away you go. No. There's actually communication between all the parties. Yeah, well, the conveyances call us as well when mm-hmm. they, they check how much money we're holding prior to settlement, which they most of them already know who I look after, so they ring me direct. So they're not oh. ringing the officers, or the agent. you know, clogging up the phones there. Yeah, yeah. Um, then... Once the property settles, I then call the vendor and confirm their bank account details with all the recent mm. email hacking. And we've got to touch oh, on that a little bit crime. separately. Yeah, yeah cybercrime. We'll talk about cybercrime. We'll yeah. the process. Um, so, and then I, I contact the vendor, confirm the bank account details if they've come from the conveyancer. I check them. If not, I still ring the vendor. Yes, I always step, ring the vendor. It's yeah. a two-step authentication. Yeah. Process. At the end of the day, if we're making the actual transfer. We're responsible. Yeah. 100%. So I don't care how many times we ring. Yeah. That's what we do. Then we um, send a copy of the account sale to the vendor, the agent, the conveyancer. So everyone gets a copy of everything, that the, the confirmation of the transfer that's gone into the bank. Yes. The whole lot. And then we put everything in the ghost file and we put it away and that's the audit can, auditor can use that ghost file to do their auditing. Right. So, so the whole process, you start with receiving all the documentation from uh, the, admin for, from administration. Yep. Yep. You go in there and check and balance the, the account daily. What about marketing that um, needs to be mm. refunded or expended? And it's got nothing to do with the sale. Say it's a withdrawn property, but there's VPA. How does that work? So if there's VPA sitting there that, um, that has been spent, the agent or the office normally emails us. Or actually what I do is about on the 15th of every month, I check every single database for marketing that's sitting in the ledgers. I email the office and I, I say to them, this is what's sitting in the in, in, um that your database, mm-hmm. what can I transfer to your general? So you're even helping the officers from a cash flow point yep. of view to make sure that they're receiving their, their funds. So that's taking a whole process away from the internal processes. Mm. Really, in fact, they've got a full-time person looking after their sales trust yeah. account. But we also check the paperwork when it comes in to start with as well. Ah, so compliance. Check, yeah, well, I check the... Um, Contract to make sure the names are correct with the authority, with the Section 32, because we're adding all those details into our system. Um, so you we're just double-checking sure everything. You put it yeah. in, yeah. 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 And then end of month, rollovers. Yes, that's so, exciting. So, what's, so t- what happens on the first of the month? First of the month, um, I, I reconcile, well, they hopefully are already reconciled, but because I do it every day, but I roll over in a month. I email every director the reports, um, asking them to check them and sign off the acknowledgement and to file for their auditors. Mm. Okay, mm. cool. And what happens if it falls on a weekend, the first of the month, or it's a public holiday? What happens there? What processes I actually have you got it. in? I do it anyway. Okay, so you had the team. Well, that's no, part of I the... do it. Okay. I do it. Okay. If I can do it, I will do it because that's what I do. Yeah. Um, it'll be on the next business day of that month. So we've... The first of the month is on a Saturday, then all the rollovers are, all the rollovers are done on the Monday. 
unless it's me, I do it yeah. on a Saturday. Yeah. Because yeah. that's just yeah. Yeah. the way it is. Yeah. yeah. That's and amazing. In regards to downtime throughout the year, so is the office closed or you, no. is it 52 no. weeks of the yeah, year? Yeah, 52 that... weeks of the year. We, we close between, we just close the public holidays. Mm. That's it. And because you've got the team down, that you, you're up to seven? Yes. Seven yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, people, people can fill in if someone yes. is sick or on holiday. Yeah. Well, so well they, they have a roster. They have a roster, who, yeah. who, who goes yeah. away at Christmas. Yeah. Um, because we've got to have two people always. Yeah. Landlords still need their, their, their rent dispersed between Christmas and New Year. It's still four or five days sometimes. And I think that's the challenge with a small business owner, isn't it? Because if, if you have one person calling sick that it's looking after your trust accounting, especially if the business owner doesn't know how to do it and they're relying on a staff mm. member, and I'm sure you've got stories like that or you oh, picked absolutely. up business, um, you know, that uh, people have sent their staff on holidays for six weeks and they've rang you up because they know you from, you know, yeah. uh, previous... Uh, positions that you had with the companies mm. and I know you've told me that they go can you do it for six weeks and then yes. they just left it with yes. you because yeah. they're real tell yes. us about that oh, we um we babysit quite a few yeah uh, when that's right that's what yeah. you call it babysitting yeah. <laughs> ba- babysitting when yeah. cli- when they're with staff member that actually that's part of their role they're on holidays oh, yeah so it's it's lovely because it just slips right in yeah we've got a remote access already they just connect us with the bank and and away we go but then a lot of them have just gone just keep it, you know, yes. I, don't, I don't want it back, yeah. especially if it's the director or, yeah. you know, um, yeah, yeah quite, doing it. And I get um, a lot of clients that do come to me, they've been sent by the auditor, which is mm. really nice to know that, you know, that that's what she thinks of our oh, work. 100%. Well, 35 we years of experience, Kerry, <laughs> is invaluable. I think just that alone, yeah. understanding that, and you're throughout Australia. Yeah. Mm, with, yeah. Uh, obviously, um, you do trust accounting throughout the whole Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're compliant, you're yes. licensed, all, the, all, yes. the, all, all those compliance yes. uh, things. Um, uh, but the, the expertise that you bring to the table and your team, we're talking decades of mm. experience in those day-to-day transactions, mm. hence why the cybercrime is such a big yeah. thing yes. now. Let's so let's, let's yeah, just let's talk about actually, that. how much does it cost? To, if, I, if, I, if I joined um, my admin partner yep. as an office and let's just pretend uh, I do two to three sales or five sales a month, yep. What's how much is the cost? Okay, with the sales, it's $200 a file and, and I charge that when... It's been dispersed. So if it's early released, as in Victoria, is the only state that mm-hmm. can have an early release deposit. When it's early released or settled, that's when you get when that's when the client gets charged. So if a if a file falls over or um, a deposit's received and it's refunded, that's nothing. That's that's just that's part, part of it. it. So yeah. if I if I um, settled two properties in a month, but three of them also uh, fell over, my charge for that month would be four hundred dollars. Correct. The okay. two two files. Yeah. yeah the yeah. two yeah. files. Yeah. If there's been no transactions, as in. So, so properties that have settled or, mm-hmm. or released, I charge $50 just as a one-off because I'm checking the bank account every day. every day. I still have to roll over at the end of the month and usually you do take receipts and, and well, refunds right. and whatever. So I just thought $50 was a fair enough, mm. you know, and, oh. and, and the charges and, and what we do, it's, it's got to be a win-win for not only us but for the client. Of course. Yeah. Because they're not going to come and use us if it's – if it's so, not. So you're saying that there's no charge. So if there was um, uh, a sales transaction that had five offers on it and they've all receded um, money for that particular yep. um, property, there's no charge for no. that? Okay. No, that's just awesome. part of... It's just the yeah. $50 a month. Yeah, yeah. Part, part of the process. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's it's a real fair. no-brainer. Yeah. No. And, and with the rental side, I've got a, I've got a um, sliding scale. 
So it used to be, you know, from one to 200 managements, this is what I charged. I can't remember the cost in my head. <laughs> it's okay. What we'll do is we'll put your details down the bottom and then people can call yeah. you direct. Yeah. And, so, yeah. um, and then I found that I had clients coming to me that had three and, and I would try to teach them how to do it themselves first and they wouldn't have a bar of it. So I had to start lower. <laughs> so I started from 1 to 25, 26 to 50, 51 to... That, that's, that oh, is perfect. fantastic. So it, it, so it looks after the little people. So oh. you, can, you can grow into, yes. obviously, an organisation. Mm, that's a good idea. Mm. So you're starting off brand new, and we are talking to a lot of business owners and a lot of startups. If you're starting brand new, plug and play, you can have the resources without paying for the resources mm, yes. until it's a pay-as-you-use pay uh, the resource. Yes. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah, so I've got a few clients in the wings that probably have one or two rental managements and they're quite happy to – I've sort of taught them so that they need to know how it all works. Yeah, of course. So when they get to a certain level, then I've said, come and bring it to me then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome that yeah. you do that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you educate them on the yes. process as well. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I had a client call me yesterday – um, the director was on holidays and she couldn't reconcile herself, a rental trust. We're talking, it was the 7th of June. Wow. They're, they're not even my clients. I have been helping them along the way with certain aspects. but So I took all the bank statements and the reports home that night and the next day. You I did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's actually a quite involved process and I know a lot of offices, sometimes they just, I know you've seen it too, they'll just give it to admin to do oh. Uh, with no um, experience. experience or education or even understanding what a trust is and what a general lease yeah. and actually going through the process. So that's a dangerous oh, territory. it's really dangerous, Maria. Um, and they, they, they focus on the program doing it for them yeah. when they really need to know how, does, how it why, works. Why. But we started doing it on mm, paper. Yeah. So it's easy to understand what yeah. the process was. Yeah. But um, this – and then you've got staff that leave that teach the new person and they don't know – they've got bad habits, I yeah. should say. That It's not yeah. that they don't know what they're doing. They've got bad habits. Yeah. And a lot of times I'm getting these clients that are in a complete mess. And, yeah, it takes mm. time. So, mm. so if someone pulls in an authority and, you, you know, if authority is being filled out correctly, do you, do you bring it up to the um, yes. to the client? Yes. So, for example, they haven't put in the correct um, uh, range. range. Yes. Yeah, you, you, make, yes. you make a note. That's and you part say, of our process. Or the, or the GSD. The, so. A lot of the times they get the GSD wrong mm. and all that. Or the way they, they've, yeah. they've put the commission is so convoluted and, and, and it could go either way, it, it's really bad. Mm. And I have to ring up and go, <laughs> what, what, did, what did you get? Because I got this, you know, yeah. or they'll put um, one to one point seven five, and the property sold, and I'm thinking, okay, so what is so it? One? What is it? Or one or one point seven five? So you always, you yeah, know, yeah. and I, I, I have a lot of contact with the vendors. Um, I have some of them ring me on my mobile. How it doesn't worry me, but it's just part of the service. It's, That's awesome. You know, that sometimes they need to ring someone straight away to explain something, mm, and right. and that's what we do. Mm, we that's just explain. Awesome. You know, when a, when, a, when a deposit can be released, when it can't. Now, we've picked up clients where they have refunded when they shouldn't have. They have, especially cool-off, like the money it needs to go to the vendor. Mm. In a lot of cases, they've just refunded it to the purchaser. Um, or finance has fallen through, but they've got to wait for the okay from the vendor side to say, yes, that's okay, we've got the letter from the bank. Yeah. There's so many scenarios that they just There's a lot don't... of moving parts yes. in, the, in the trust Absolutely. And once that money's gone, 
It's gone. Yeah, that's right. Kerry, we've been using uh, you guys for the last four or five years. It's been absolutely invaluable. Uh, Our officers use uh, the service. Uh, I I, I can't um, extend to the audience the importance of getting that component of a business right just to, to obviously take it away from uh, the principal. Mm. Yeah. So you can be working on your business instead of yeah. uh, being in your business. And when you go on holidays, you don't have to take the laptop with you. No, and no. You trust this the is, this you is 24-7, <laughs> seven days a week. Uh, one last topic, cybercrime. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about cybercrime. That has been such an issue in our industry of late, that cybercrime now, you've got to have that two-step authentication yeah. process yeah. in place. Yes. So w- what advice can we give? What tips can we give to, to the audience? Well, it started happening. I was firstly aware of it back in November last year. So when I heard of it, we changed Your process. our processes straight away. At, from the very beginning, it used to be we only took bank account details over the phone. Mm-hmm. But then um, we thought, look, we needed them. In, we need them in writing. So then we changed to email. Well, obviously that's not working. Hello. That's been hacked. So yeah. we, I created a, a form that I gave to all my clients, and the agents give it to the client at the time the property sold and they physically write out their their name their bank account details and if there's two vendors they both sign so then that's sent to me and it's put in the file unless you get those those details from the conveyance sometimes conveyances yeah. solicitors forward those yes. details but now most of the time most times conveyances get them to me over the email mm. which is not good enough no, no. so i've just made a stance just a a blanket rule we always, always ring the vendor no matter how. The only time we don't ring is if we've got it on a fax because you can't. Do you still use fax? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. People are going back to the faxes. I've got probably five conveyances that fax me now. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. of the emails they're getting. That's ha- right. And that's the hacked? client's yeah. email, not your email. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you had that happen with a client. Yes. And their yes. email got hacked. And it got the intercepted. Yeah, put a different bank account in, yep. and the money was transferred yeah. to yeah. that different bank account. Yeah. So it's not even like you think the business is protected. You've got all the firewalls and all oh, everything absolutely. in your business and our business, but it's the client that yes. can get. Um, yeah. And at the yeah. end of the day, if you're the one making the transfer, you're it's the one the buck responsible. Stops with you exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we go over the top. It's like going to the hospital and they say, <laughs> "What's your name and what's your date of birth?" And they say it fifteen times. Yeah. Well, I have. A lot of vendors get quite upset, you know, when I ring them asking for them and I just explain to them about the email and hacking and then they're quite happy yes. to, to, to yeah. answer it again. Yeah. But you've just yeah. got to do as much as you can to, to do the right thing. Because sometimes it's a big amount of money too. Imagine oh, transferring huge. a whole deposit of Marie, 50, I'm 60 transferring grand. 300, 400 grand. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Thousand, yeah. yeah, especially you know, on these three million, four million dollar yeah. sales, yeah, you know, and I go, you to want to make sure you're putting it like, in the right bag. Absolutely, I'll check and I check and I check, yeah, you know, yeah, and then awesome. sometimes the girls come to me and say, Can you do this one? Okay, yeah. one last tip, yes, we have officers that have obviously internal trust accounting process with their admin, whether it's in rental trust. Is there one thing that a, a, a director, a principal, a principal mm. needs to be aware of to make sure that the whole process, What if, if, if you were the principal, what would you make sure that okay. would happen correctly? One thing that doesn't happen enough is at the end of the month when, when they've received their report, they don't, they don't look at it. They just sign it. Ah, the reconciliation. They, they need to be checking the sun, if there's money sitting in sundries. Is there money sitting in unknown? Why is it there? These, a lot of people don't know what unknown deposits are. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's, it is. Well, there's is, certain rules too. You can only hold an unknown deposit for twelve months, mm-hmm. and then it has to go to unclaimed monies, which is, yeah, which is part of the government. Yeah. So and, and you get into trouble for for having money sitting in your trust mm. for over twelve months. Mm. So lots of little issues that people aren't aware of. So they need to be looking at their report and just scanning and checking certain aspects, which I tell them to do. Yeah. Mm. Um, unless they've known me for years and they just sign. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Kerry, thank you so much for joining us. That's we always okay. love you having uh, in the office and, and sharing your, your your expertise and your knowledge and and obviously your 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 company. So yeah. it's fantastic. well, I enjoy what yeah. I do, Manos, and my clients are my number one priority. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, and if they're happy, I'm happy, and then everyone's everyone's happy. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks, Dal. Right. No worries. Thank you so much. And thank you to you guys for watching another episode of On the Couch with Eminem. Please, we'll leave uh, Kerry's details down below yeah. uh, for any questions and um, uh, any further information. And of course, we look forward to seeing you uh, next week. Thank you guys. Be good. Bye.